was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It was a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, (laughs) hello, my fellow DDP Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. where I currently reside here on the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, And I'm going to shoot it off to my uh, co-host over here uh, on the other side of the border in the beautiful Mount Ontario, high atop on top of the largest radio tower in the country. And she perches herself upon there above the clouds, above the rainstorm that has befallen her beautiful region, just to come on here and try to talk to us tonight. Uh, things are a little bit chaotic at the moment, so you'll have to give us a little bit of patience. But, uh, of course, I welcome my one and only co-host, the favorite Canadians, number one in my heart. Crystal Stewart, how are you? Oh, you're so good for my ego. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Uh, so um, let's talk real quick off the because you and I were trying to get on board and I knocked myself offline and we had a little. We usually have like a five to ten minute powwow before the show, but unfortunately I screwed things up again. So we're gonna have our powwow on the air. So uh, sure. make sure you don't insult me or call me those terrible names like you do, like, typically before the show. <laughs> she has the filthiest yeah. language. She had the mouth on her. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, we were having some problems connecting uh, our guest here tonight. Have we kind of uh, – I have somebody here. I think this might be him. So maybe yeah. our power yeah. may be finished. Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. We because I'm first of all, I want to let Crystal do the intro because she puts in all the effort and hard work on these things. But I kind of want to preface and say thank you real quick to our guest tonight because he's calling from Australia and on the time table difference, he's like four days in the future at like three in the morning right now. I don't even know the hell time he, he were his. So we appreciate him staying up extra light tonight and. uh we're not going to waste his time, and we're not going to waste your time. So without any further ado, Crystal, let's tell us who we got on DDP Radio's Warrior of the Week tonight. Okay, so tonight it was a bit of an undertaking, but I went to the community and said, who, who needs to be on DDP Radio? And everyone said Sam. So Sam is on DDP Radio tonight. Now, as you understand, he is a whole world away, um, so there has been some connection issues, but hopefully we have it licked and we got it all figured out, and, you know, he is just a really cool dude. I don't think I've heard one bad thing about Sam, so I'm really, really excited to hear from him tonight. 
All right. Um, hey, uh, I love it. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Sam. Well, the thing is, Crystal, Hi. you heard so many great things about Sam, but they never gave us a last name, so I just picked any Sam out of the phone book. So uh, hopefully we got the right no, one. I Hello, don't... Sam. How are you? Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you doing it. today? I'm uh, going really well, mate. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for staying up late for us. What time is it where you're at right now? Well, it's actually it's actually 11 a.m. on Thursday morning, so I've had a sleep. Oh, well, good. <laughs> well, geez, you're fresher, you're fresher than I am, so I <laughs> stopped feeling bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we, we appreciate you uh, taking the time. I know getting the connection and getting everyone's schedules lined up uh, took a little bit of effort on uh, – a lot of effort on yours and Crystal's part, so I, we appreciate uh, – you joining us tonight, and uh, I guess we'll start off the interview with, like I do every interview. Um, usually, every GDP Radio uh, success story has an origin story, something that drove you to the to the to the to the product, to the workout, to the lifestyle. Where were you at that you decided I want to look up this funky GDPY from the U.S. with this pro wrestler from the 1990s and try this out? Uh, like a lot of people, I'm you know a wrestling fan. Um, I'm a member of a local indie group down here, Melbourne City Wrestling, and uh, they just showed a little bit um, of Arthur's video, and um, that stuck in my mind for a little while. Then I was having some health issues um, where my diabetes was getting worse, my osteoarthritis, my hips were really, really affecting me. I was almost 59 years old and decided I really needed to to do something. Um, and that's where I planned that by 60 years old that, you know, I was going to be a whole lot better person than I was at 59. And it's really, you know, the, a very small part of how it all happened. Wow. Wow. That's... Yeah, sorry. You know, yeah. usually, usually, usually it takes a, a, a pretty much a significant kind of shift in your life. And obviously it was a big enough shift where, you know, you realize that things had to change if you want to keep up, uh, you know, a, a happy and healthy lifestyle. And, you know, um, I think I remember, when did you see that Arthur video? Because I remember DDP going back uh, down to Australia back in the day. He dropped some diamond cutters on a few, uh, few guy, local guys, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he did. Um, it was one of our monthly sort of marquee events, and he came out, and one of the the young fellas gave him a bit of cheek, as we would say, and DDP dropped a diamond cutter on him, and um, that was it. It was, you know, it was fantastic. <laughs> I, I love it. Is, is that the same? Is that the same wrestling outfit that has the uh, Michael P. S. Hayes Jr.? I love that kid. No, no. No, no, no. no there's, there's a guy that. down in Australia who looks yeah. just like Michael PSAs, so that was a, oh, I okay. got a kick out of that. Yeah. No, we've no, actually uh, Crystal, got some good people that have going, sorry, but I won't talk no, too much about the wrestling. It's about DDP. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, no, that's fine. I'm, I apologize, man. Sometimes when we have like a long distance show like that, there's a little bit of a lag in between. So I'll try to do my best not to step on you because I run my mouth and I forget about the lag occasionally. <laughs> well, I've been known to talk um, fairly lengthy and um, don't let people in myself. 
<laughs> well, you're 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 in good company. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Crystal, um, Crystal, obviously, you know, you 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 see a lot of you know you see a lot of people, and you you investigate a lot of profiles when we get these uh, recommendations. What is it about Sam that made you want to, you know, bring him on the show to talk to be, talk to him here today? Cause usually there's something about certain people that makes you really interested enough to like suggest them for the show. What did you see in Sam that really inspired you to kind of uh, want to highlight his success story? Well, I've, I've known about Sam for actually quite, quite a while. I just, I've never really talked to him and it wasn't until recently I put the call out and said, okay, who does everyone want to hear from? And my email exploded <laughs> and everyone said, Sam. So, you know, it, it, like I said, I, I really haven't had the pleasure to get to know Sam personally, but from what I understand and from the notes I've taken that, you know, Sam has been amazing he has stuck with the program. He helps out everyone. He's really kind. He just, he's everything that this program epitomizes. He just sticks, the, he, he has a problem. He sticks with it and then he moves on to the next, you know, issue. And I mean, it's wonderful. He, he's just a hard worker. And I think that comes across with everyone who knows Sam. Well, I'm very flattered. Thank you very much. No, you're welcome. Oh, I, I I love it, and I love how the DDPY community, like I like Crystal mentioned it in the promo. I'm here in the U.S. She's up in Canada. I, well, she's probably floated into the uh, the Pacific <laughs> Ocean by now. I heard it's quite stormy up there. But we have Sam yeah. in Australia, and it's amazing. You know, as much as I, you know, suck my nose up at certain technology and, you know, I, I act like, oh, it's too much. And there is something amazing about that, that we can connect three different people from three different complete, you know, continents almost uh, to, if you're, I don't, apparently I don't know geography. Um, but, you know, the way we can connect like that, and obviously with you being recommended so highly in the community, you've connected with a lot of people on social media as well. Um, so it's pretty cool that we can kind of take advantage of, of the world as we, it is today and, and kind of create this community in so many different places. How have you leaned on the community and kind of uh, ingratiated yourself uh, with everybody and uh, bounce success off of each other? Uh, it's, it's a pretty amazing thing to do. Uh, I think you're across the world right now, and we're here sharing in your success story. Yeah, I'll look, I'm forever grateful for the Internet for to be able to connect with uh, so many people that have never, ever would have, you know, come across in any other way. Um, the DDPY community is just such a big part of my success. Uh, you know, getting advice, just watching videos. Sorry, Ryan Nichols, I'm going to give you a plug, mate. You deserve it. Um, <laughs> but you know, And it's unfair for me to name people because there are just so many out there that inspire and motivate me. Um, not just the big man himself, DDP, but, you know, the community's just... I, I could talk forever of how it has helped me. Um, just, you know, little things that people say and do, and, you know, whether it's a, a motivation or a motivational meme or um, just something that they're going through and I've been able to help them and the genuine appreciation you get from um, just a, a like or a comment, you know, really means a lot. And it goes a long way. 
Wow, it, it's it's incredible, and, and Crystal's done just a great job uh, facilitating the the Team DDPY workout page and and uh, the Facebook page, and now the radio, the DDP radio group as well. And uh, you know, the community is is I feel like you know there's a lot of community social media and on stuff in general online right now, but I also find that it's the can be the defining. Uh, you know, uh, element to a lot of these success stories is, is to be able to connect with like-minded people, you know, in the world as we know it, in a lot of ways in our own small circle, we become fragmented, you know, people have lives, they have kids, they have families. You don't always get together with friends. You can't always share in that experience. So they always say that having a buddy to do something like this, a workout or, or lose weight or get fit you know, makes the chances so much easier and so much better. And it's so cool that you can take advantage of that, especially in these like times right now where the whole world is kind of in the same boat dealing with the coronavirus and the crisis and everything. So, you know, in the past few months, um, you know, obviously you've had some successes, a lot of successes, but has this, uh, you know, difficult kind of turbulent time, um, has it lended you to kind of, you know, dig your heels in or has it been a struggle or have you found it, uh, you know, uh, in, in, you know, helping out your journey? How have you been dealing with the past few months? I asked that to a lot of people recently and I've gotten way different answers. Okay. For the, you know, the last five, six months, we've had various, you know, um, uh, restrictions placed on us, you know, mandatory, uh, um, masks when you're out in public All, there's been a lot of things and yes and, and work has been tough um, we are probably busier than we've ever been because of the um, the, the whole um, shutdown and people can't go shopping and they do online and the industry I'm in we handle a lot of that product um, so we're busier than ever uh, we're going through lots of change and so you, you're seeing the best and the worst in some people uh, you are um, you really need to be there for some, and and but there's others that are just feel entitled. But for me personally, uh, it really hasn't changed my game as far as looking after myself and staying on the mat and being committed and um, you know just being there for the, my family and you know friends and just uh, I haven't let it get to me. You know I've always run with the well since DDP. And watching um, living life at 90%, I've always said, well, I'm not never going to have a bad day again. I wake up every morning, today's a good day. And uh, and I go to bed, yes, I look at everything I've done positively and not really think too much about a lot of the negative stuff that that happens. So that's, that's really how I've lived it. I think, Sam, that that's really important to mention because, you know, a lot of either you run the day or the day runs you. And I think, you know, being open, I think this is key, being open to being adaptable is really, really huge because really the last six months of all of our lives has not been ideal. It's not been what we wanted to do, but it's something that we've had to do. So we can either be stuck in it or we can do something about it. And and I love the fact that you continue to do something about it. It's really, you know, we keep 
hearing things like, you know, life is a choice and, you know, I choose not to participate in the negativity, you know, whether it's COVID or whether it's, you know, just somebody, you know, I mentioned it earlier, but I really have little time for entitled people and um, yeah, and probably more so now than I ever used to. I think no, that's amazing. No, I mean, I, well, that's one of the things that drove me to the DPY universe because, you know, in, in 2020, there's a lot of places you can find negativity. There's a lot of people complaining. There's a lot of people who just, you know, look for the, the, the negativity in everything, whether it's movies or TV or music or books. Like, they're always willing to, wanting to criticize or tear something down. And it's it's such a fresh place to be here because that – you know, uh, we we don't kick anybody out, but we also let people know that that kind of, you know, troublemaking isn't uh, tolerated. And I think it's one of the last yeah. places on the Internet where you can find that kind of positivity. And it's 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 a standout part of this program. And, I, you know, obviously when you cleanse yourself of that and, and you know, you, you said you had a certain age and, and, and you were, you know, want to make the changes – a lot of people, when they get to, you know, up there in, in age in the 40s and 50s and what have you, like they start to think that it's all, you know, it's all said and done. I'm just going to coast for the rest of this. When DDP and so many other people in this community are showing you that it's so much possible to live the best life you could possibly live at 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. We have 10, you know, 90 years old, um, you know there's so much life to live and we've almost been kind of conditioned to believe, you know, bleak about getting up there in age. Like, Oh, I'm just going to sit in this recliner. And, and you seem to be living as much of a life as, you know, as anyone in this community, you know, I, I was checking out some of your pictures earlier when we were doing some research for the show and, you know, scuba diving, you're, you know, you, you, the wrestling, like there's so much life to live. And it seems like you've embraced the part of you that's like, I'm going to get healthy so I can do as much as I can and be happy and, and just leave that negative and negativity to somebody else to deal with. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, that um, scuba diving thing you talk about, that, that was a real bucket list for me. Uh, that was a year ago today because over there it's still August 26th and that's my birthday. Today's, you know, I'm one day beyond that now. And I purposely started on my 59th birthday. So on my 60th birthday, I've um, hit the bucket list and I've gone to far north Queensland, Great Barrier Reef and swum with the fishes and, and, you know, done everything that I thought that it was never, ever going to be possible. And especially me in a wetsuit, uh, you know, I was afraid I'd get harpooned or something. But uh, look, and, and a year beyond, uh, to keep that up is, it, you know, it's a proud moment for me. Well, you know, happy birthday. Obviously, that that's that's huge. And you said that you never could have, you never would have thought, you know, you would have done all these things too. And that's that's a huge perception change. Like you're accomplishing things now that never even entered into your thought process because it was just something I wasn't going to do. That's gaining confidence in yourself, and that's a huge moment. And, and that's that's been um, a real focus and a real way of living for me is just that I I get through a workout um, and think, oh, well, that felt a little bit different or, and while I'm, um, you know, I've achieved something new today and, um, you know, there's weekends where I'll do five or six workouts because I just want to do that or, you know, I'll take the dog and walk and we'll walk for three hours now. You know, I, was, I could barely walk it 
get up and walk to the shower at one stage. You know, so all these things, you know, I said for a long time, NSBs are more important to me than what the scale's telling me because that's telling me how I'm living my life. The NSBs are showing me everything I've achieved since taking on, you know, owning your life or whatever you want to call it. But it's, you know, it's just something I'm very, very grateful for. And I mean, incredible. And that you are talking about, I mean, there's a very small price to pay, and that is getting on the mat. Hmm. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, for somebody who could only see a future uh, on medication um, and, uh, you know, very inactive because, you know, my, my arthritis was very, very restrictive. Um, my uh, my diabetes. Well, you know, my I was on 98 um, units of insulin at one stage, at, at the very worst Ooh. per day, and I had to change because I had. I've mentioned this before, but um, where I had an image of my the medicine chest uh, when we had to clear out when my mother passed away 30 years ago, and it was full of medicine and. Uh, and as soon as the doctor told me I had to go and increase my insulin, that image just was so powerful at the time that that's where I was heading. So if I needed that aha moment or the epiphany or whatever you want to call it, that was definitely one of them. You know, it just made me realise that I was wasting my life. Wow. That's uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty powerful. You know. You know, sometimes you have to conjure the ugliest parts of life to remind you of, of, of why you don't want that. You know, I lost my dad, you know, last year. And as much of the life lessons he taught me, as much as I loved him and, and he and, and got so much from him, he also gave me a roadmap of not to do things not to do because he was, he got diabetes himself. He didn't really, he, he didn't really care much about like uh, the, the healthy part of things. He loved desserts and cookies and sometimes our parents, you know, are, are show us the best way of life, and also they're kind of our, our warnings to uh, what could possibly go wrong too. And, and and I think that's a gift in a way that you know, still after 30 years of, of of her passing, that she's still kind of guiding you in a way and bettering your life and making you realize that like through her struggle that you are going to try to avoid that same pitfall. And I think that's that's pretty powerful. And it seems like you've really kind of been conscious in the fact of doing so. Yeah, um, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a 94-year-old a father that's, you know, still fairly fit. I mean, he had a fall last week, but he's, he's doing okay. But um, And I look at the way he's eaten all his life. He's always been very a light eater and he's very active for his age. And, and uh, you know, so that I probably should have taken after him more in my earlier days than my mum. And, uh, but, uh, look, to turn it around a bit, my my daughter, she's she was putting on weight, um, and she's. And I'm so proud of her. She's taken uh, control of her life, and she's doing excellent work. Um, and she's not doing anything that I'm doing. She's just looking after herself. So uh, I would say, in some way, I've managed to inspire her. You know, so that that's a very proud for me to to say that. Congratulations. That's that's pretty awesome. That's, That's awesome. pretty special too, you know, passing on the, the, the good qualities, you know, cause those qualities are, you know, 
you want to try to get to them real, you know, as, as young as possible or as quick as possible because those bad food and eating habits just get instilled really quickly, you know, once you start putting on weight. And I realized that in my life too. But I, I want to take you back to, you know, obviously you're committed to making this change. You know, you've never, I'm assuming you didn't do anything close to DDPY beforehand. But when you're rolling out that mat for the first time and you're about to step on, I know for firsthand that I was intimidated as all hell about to step on that mat. What's going through your head? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you just ready to get it over with? And what was your headspace like after your first workout? I was actually very apprehensive at the start because at 59 and with weight issues for most of my life, there's obviously been a lot of trials and failures before that, you know, paying big money for different things, whether it was equipment, whether it was just joining gyms and you you name it. So this was not an overnight decision for me. This took about two or three months in the making before my before my 59th birthday. So I'd, I'd committed to it that this is the day I'm going to, you know, take ownership of my life. So I got on that mat and doing bed flex and um, with the intention that this was me, you know, I was not going to um, waver from this. And I stuck to the program. I listened to... I just soaked up everything that the app had, um, you know, with the nutrition, with, uh, you know, the, all the recommended documentaries and the motivational Mondays and everything just clicked. And I, and it it hit me where I needed to be hit, you know, and it just it's kept me motivated all this time. That's amazing. Sorry, you know, there's a delay. That, <laughs> Yeah, sorry, there is a bit of a delay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. um, yeah, like, um, yeah. Go for it. Sorry, I have a question. So, knowing yep. what you know now, what would the Sam of today say to the Sam of a year ago or two years ago? Well, you, you just nailed my own self talk. That was. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what I used to say to myself. I would, I would look at something to eat and I, would, and I would be saying, what are you going to say to yourself in a year uh, or how is this going to help you get to your goal? So I used to motivate myself by exactly Good. that and say, what's the conversation between Sam at 60 and Sam at 59? And Sam Great. at 60 would be saying, thank you. Thank you very much for looking after me. That's awesome. Wow, yeah, that's that's powerful. You know, obviously that's that's a hypothetical that we, that we ask a lot on this show, but it really is it is really powerful because every time we've asked it, and I know my personal answer to that question is going back to talk to that person. It's not the same person. It's the same body, but it's the same person. And if you really kind of dig deeper into that question, there's a lot of what ifs. You know, what if yeah. I didn't take this road? What if I didn't do this journey? What if I wasn't here right now? And it's pretty powerful because there's so many people who are uh, I, I doubting themselves. Like, well, I can, what if well, I'm not going to start now? It's just it's too hard. And you know, if if you, only I could fast forward people two two years into their lives after doing it and showing them the difference, it's a, it's a time travel that it would be really uh, beneficial for a lot of people. Because think about you know two years you know years later you're you're here. 
but what if you did never start it? Like, you know, what if right. all of this seemed to, to look back at this now where you were and think this seems too hard, this is too much to do, too long to do it, too much of a commitment. You're a different person there. I mean, on potentially a more tragic story instead of inspiring. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I would hate to think where I was heading because those few months before making a change, um, I was not in a good way. You know, I could hardly walk, and um, and I was living off medication. You know, so to go onto that, I'm no longer on any type of medication for blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, awesome. uh, no painkillers, nothing. You know, like I've totally reversed my um, type two diabetes. Uh, I've had two tests since the first time they told me that I was clear. And I'm still clear, so, um, and that's just doing the work, eating clean, eating, you know, just doing everything you should be doing, and I probably should have done for years, but, you know, I was, um, someone asked me not too long ago, uh, do you wish you had started earlier? And really, yeah, in a way, that's a wish, but realistically, I was never ready to change this way. I needed a kick in the butt. And um, I just wasn't ready. And at 59, I was ready. Oh, you know, in, in the universe. Oh, uh, yeah, me, me too. That's, I mean, it's it's really an, an amazing story. And, and what I was going to say is, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Crystal. Um, it's okay. The, the delay is terrible tonight, more worse than usual. <laughs> Sorry about that. But I was going to say, um, um, the universe kind of forced your hand at changing because it got to a point where your quality of life was really going to suffer. And, you know, we get cocky with food. Sometimes we get cocky with our health. And I, you know, I, I bring up my best friend's dad all the time. He used to say, I'm not here for a good time. I'm here for, a, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. I want to enjoy my life. I want to eat what I want. I want to drink what I want. I want to have fun, which is all well and good until you're actually faced with, Oh, now, now that the bill is coming, the tab is coming, I got to pay the tab for all my, you know, bad lifestyle choices. And in that moment, almost everyone realizes, no, I want that long time. I, I had my good time, but now I realize I want to be with my family. I want to be with my daughter, my, my, my son, my wife, my parents. Like there's comes a point where it's time to pay the piper and you realize how valuable it all is. And it looks like the universe made you confront the fact that, okay, well, now I've got type 2 diabetes on my tail. And that's a point where you realize that everything gets real, and it's pretty sobering, I can imagine. Yeah, well, you know, I carried the diabetes around uh, for nearly 16 years and the osteoarthritis for nearly the same time. But realistically, I, it never bothered me being fat and overweight. Um, it was... It was something I accepted. I probably knew every fat joke in the world because I used to tell them all the time about myself. I was very self-deprecating. But with um, it was when my body started to change because of the weight. And that, you know, that was the diabetes. That was the arthritis. Um, they changed my body in a way that uh, I wasn't expecting or, and I didn't really enjoy um, because it was affecting how I was living um it was all weight related but I really didn't I never worried about being overweight or fat um it was just something that I accepted and it was um 
but you know, obviously the mindset has changed immensely um, from that thought process. That's, you know, it's really it's kind of an interesting conversation that we're having. So, I my father is um, a psychologist, so I tend to think a lot before I usually spit out my words and. There's something that came to mind when you were talking, Sam, and it was it. It's interesting how we seem to put things. We are either, you know, something is either a priority or an option, and it's funny how that changes when you are on a wellness regimen or you know just a, a path to well-being. Then you start to realize how bad you felt until you started feeling actually better or good or, you know, just, wow. It it really is an amazing, eye-opening thing. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I surprise myself. You know, I keep going back to being um, a a glutton and and sloth, if we can talk that way. But um, just, it was... I, I. I would overeat. Um, I would come home from work and I thought I deserved to sit around the TV for seven hours and just pig out for most of that seven hours and do nothing. Um, I think I was more content uh, to do nothing and it was just that cycle uh, that I was in. And I've never been an athlete. Um, and it's just the whole change. You know, I keep going back. I'm... It might sound a bit um, narcissistic, but you know, I'm in awe of who I've become. If that's not being show off too much. No, I mean, I I've always said that you're a better person post you know change and the shift of things because you're feeling better and you're more willing to be open to be better. And I I I, I say that all the time. Uh, that when you're feeling so terrible all the time and your health problems and arthritis is, is so painful. And I'm sure part of your, 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 your well-being, just your, your attitude changes. You can't possibly be as happy and go lucky feeling so horrible. Yeah. 100%. You know, it's just like people used to say, Oh, you know, happy fella, happy fella. But you know, it was, it was more content. So I don't think I was ever really happy, but I was, content with my life I just accepted well I'm going to be fat and you know for the rest of my life and um you know mum was overweight and I got overweight relatives and uh and and I just thought well that's fate and um but you know decided to challenge fate and do something with it Uh, I I gotta ask you real quick what you know physically from a physical standpoint what is one thing that you notice now post weight loss, post EDPY that's either easier, more enjoyable, or just something you can do now that you couldn't do then that really you've uh, appreciated and, and, and kind of underestimated uh, in the past, something physical, whether it's riding a bike, going upstairs or, you know, something just, uh, you know, mundane that you didn't realize how hard you had to work for. Well, tying your shoes up, you know, getting dressed in the morning, balancing, trying to put your your, your pants on, you know, they, all those sort of things were um, a bit of a chore, and you know, and I especially love walking, you know, the, the the fact that I can walk 
distances that um, that well were a bit foreign to me before were is amazing. But uh, yeah, just the, the normal everyday things, getting dressed, is is one of them. Sam, can I ask you a question? Um, what yep. have your doctors said? Are they surprised? Oh, she's amazed. Right. <laughs> At first, yeah, look, unfortunately, when you have a talk with doctors and they're quite happy to prescribe um, right. things with you, one of the first things she said was that uh, it, once she declared that I was um, clear of type 2 diabetes, I've reversed it, she goes, oh, but it can come back again. You know, so... Right. I didn't right. need that negativity then. I needed, a, you know, a pat on the back. I needed to say, well done. Um, so I thought, have I got the right doctor? But she, you know, she did reach over to the, the desk and shook my hand saying, well done. But then it was a, you know, just that comment sort of undone any good things that she just said. Um, yeah. So I thought, well, you know what? This is for me. I'm not, I'm not doing it for you. So... And uh, but those sort of things do stick in your mind, you know. Yeah, sure. But, they do. Uh, yeah. But uh, look, and I've actually got a new doctor at the moment, and so only because I will go back to this original doctor, but she's not available right now. But you know, I mean, that, yeah. Oh yeah. No, that that's. I mean, go on. I I love that you. Hello. Sorry. Yes, I'm here. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought I thought it dropped. Um, no, what I was saying is um, uh, that that's that's pretty that's awesome about the doctor. But you know, I, I I've worked with I know a lot of people who are in the medical you know profession and stuff too, and I think that you're actually a rarity. You know, when she was surprised that she that you kind of went in, she I'm sure she tells overweight people all the time, you got to lose weight, you got to lose weight, and it falls on deaf ears. And it's probably great just for her to see that you're, you know, one of those people that that actually went through and, and reversed the type two diabetes. That's the thing about type two diabetes is it, it can go away eventually. You know, it's it's people don't realize that, and, and you actually have power behind that. But I get that when I lost uh, over 100 pounds back in 2007, I went to Weight Watchers and I lost a bunch of weight with my with my friends. Uh, we all went on it together, and I a girl who I knew. And it completely um, innocently, she wasn't meaning it as an insult, but she said to me, she goes, yeah, but most people gain it back. And she didn't mean it, but that stuck with my core so badly, and it stuck in my chest. And it was one of those things, like you just mentioned, those little comments of doubt that, that that's both infuriating and also can be driving because you don't want to go back there after she made that comment and be like, well, I got it back again, because that's the kind of negativity that you can actually use push inward and then turn outward and actually use that to drive you. And I think it doesn't have to be a bitterness in you, but it can be in in one of those other uh, added inspirations to kind of just, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to beat the statistic. I'm going to prove this doctor wrong. And uh, you know, it's sometimes negativity can be fuel. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and uh, I I do run off that because of, there's a lot of people who say, you know, tell me I can't do something and you, know, you watch me go, you know, and they use that yep. for motivation. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how, no, it's, it's... you know, a compliment, you know, it's weird because as soon as someone says you're beautiful, but 
I mean, that takes yeah. all the sincerity out of it. I mean, you know, it just, I don't know, it ruins it. So I'm not sure that people are aware of the weight of the words that they say, but wow, for someone who is hyper aware, I mean, that can be, that can be a really big hurdle. Yeah, it certainly can destroy some good work that you've probably done for yourself, you know, and there may not be any, um, you know, negative uh, intention behind it, but it, it's just like you say. If somebody's hypersensitive to that, they're they, they're going to react, and hopefully, it's in a positive way, and use it to yep. motivate rather than, you know, send them backwards. Deflate, right? Oh yeah, people. Someone could misspeak and say something to me, and it comes off worse because you know just stumble with their words, and I will lay up in bed thinking about it. <laughs> I'm that kind of person, so I I totally get that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> But, um, no, and you know what, I kind of realized, too, that oftentimes, you know, people say things because they don't understand your, the the effort you've put in. They don't understand the hard work you've put in or or the journey uh, to get to where you are. And sometimes a flippant comment means nothing to them, but ultimately means everything to you. So that's why I, I appreciate what you did in that moment. And you realized it's not for her. It's not for anybody. It's for me. And that takes the power back to you because you give away a lot of power when you're an emotional person or, or a sensitive person or, you know, if you let those kind of things get to you, you give away a lot of power. But when you take it back and realize this is for me, the only person I got to work against is me and the only person I can impress is me. And uh, it, that's the return of the power to its rightful owner and that's going to propel you forward. That was the perfect way to handle that situation. Yeah, definitely. You know, like I've had some weird weird compliments as well because unfortunately we're at a um, uh, celebrating somebody's life they were, you know um, you know they'd, they'd passed away and and I was maybe seven eight months into the program and I and it was very noticeable that I'd lost weight but somebody actually came up to me and said are you okay Sam they thought that I was ill you know because I'd lost so much weight that I took, I just laughed that off and took that as a, you know, backhanded cap compliment. But you know, it was to me, I saw the humour in it. They, they weren't being, you know, uh, vicious or anything, but it was funny to me uh, the way they reacted. Uh, I, I, so many people have. I mean, I, I got that. So many people have gotten that. Especially the funny thing is, is when you lose weight but you haven't seen anybody for a while and you see them for the first time. Mm. Because uh, you, you, you probably know if you see somebody who's lost weight after not seeing them for a long time, it's a very shock to the system. So it's it's just looking at something like that. I, I I used to get that all the time. My friends still would think I was still thought I was sick forever, but it was uh, no that that's funny. Because the thing is too is is there's a lot of you know people, especially if they don't uh, expect you to lose weight, they didn't know you've lost weight, they've lost touch, and they come and talk talk to you. The uh, the reactions can be kind of entertaining in their own way. You know, people don't know how to respond sometimes. And uh, I, I'm because I have a weird, disturbing sense of humor. I find uh, the humor and the uncomfortability of people reacting. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally get that. That because I'm very much that way myself. Oh, that's 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 awesome. So. You're not going to go back. You're not going to go back to the the diabetes, and you're going to prove this doctor wrong. But 
Besides that, what is something you'd like to see yourself doing in the next couple of years, whether a big goal, a small goal, whatever it may be, taking your newfound, uh, you know, fitness lifestyle and the DDPY and the weight loss, what do you want to do with that success? Uh, a goal, ink it, you know, on the air here. Let's, let's put something out there that you kind of want to try. All right. Um, so this is something, it's, it's a big question actually, because of for the first year I had a goal and that was to be, you know, and it was quite specific about where I wanted to be at 60. But between 60 and 61, I've always been challenging myself what's the goal beyond the goal, right? It's, I've found that a bit difficult. So for me, it's been simple as get on the mat every single day. Um, don't worry about uh, the scales or anything like that. It's just make sure that you're on the mat, you're looking after yourself, you're clean. But to go beyond five years is, um, yeah, uh, it's it's actually quite a difficult question to for me to answer right now. Um, you know, there's there's moves and, and positions that I, I still need to be able to get into. I feel like that after two years, I thought I would have nailed by now. Um, and when I watch some of the videos with um, DDP himself, he says, "Well, it took me seven years to get from here to here." So that keeps you motivated that you know one day I'll get there. Uh, yeah, I know it doesn't really answer your question, but uh, yeah, I just—it's the only way I can put well, it. That, well, that just means when you figure it out, you have to get a hold of us. We'll have to come back on the air and, and, and do a round two and check <laughs> okay. up on you and put a, put a goal up there in the future. But I, I thought the one going on the mat was perfect. You know, we had Arthur last time we had Arthur on. We were talking about to him, and he said, you know whether whether I'm worried about my diet, whether I'm worried about what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, it all follows the mat. If I'm getting on the mat, my diet and stuff will follow. But the consistency of just that habitual going on the mat is what keeps me going and what keeps, you know, mm-hmm. as long as I know I'm on that mat, I know that the rest will follow. As soon as I get away from the mat, that's when things start to, you know, go off the rails. So that's a good enough, that's a, that's a great goal. Even if you're not doing a, even if you're doing a 30 second workout, the habit of getting on the mat will make the rest of the journey follow in its suit, and that's a that's a pretty noble goal in itself. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's no, like that no, old no. thing. I forget who said it, but it it took me seven years to be an overnight success. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, any any and you know, any anything. In, Anything, if anything, you know, like you said, it's not going to happen overnight. And I think people get very discouraged. I know I get very discouraged with that. If, you know, I always say if you're a drug addict and you're an alcoholic, you can stop doing drugs today and tomorrow you're not on drugs. You you quit drugs. I can stop eating like garbage and I can work out one day, but I'm going to still be fat for a couple of years or a couple of months or whatever it may be. It's a long game to kind of navigate mentally. Um, and, and it gets difficult, but I just think back to where you are right now. And I think two years, if you look two years ago, two years seems like a daunting, uh, task. It looks like a daunting effort. It looks like a long time and it's hard to wrap your around, uh, your head around that on day one, but looking back at the success, it, it, do you realize, yeah, of course I should have started that day. Of course I should start today. If you, if you haven't started yet, start now because, 
you you don't realize the time passes and, and the changes that you happen and, and looking back at it is so satisfying. It's a long game. It's a long it's a long play. Well, you know, I've 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 made comments and responded to a lot of people's posts like there's no end date to this. It it's not it's not defined by a time. It's um you know, you can go on these fad diets and twenty one days you'll lose this or thirty days eat grapefruits every day, whatever you know. They're just finite time uh, little little bits of your life. This whole program is about you know, he says it all the time, own your life and that's what it is and and we gotta look at it that way. Yeah, it's not an option. It's no. priority. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And that's once you start treating your life like a priority, I think that's when things start follow suit. And you know, you're you are worth it, and you are worth the effort. And you know, if you think about all the little things we do every day for upkeep uh, for our lives, whether it's medication or what you know, all these food, shower and stuff, it's not that difficult for being honest with ourselves to throw in. Some some BDPY, some exercise, and, and some healthy eating. And you know, you were talking about you have a daughter, and you have you have an, you know an older father who's who, you know. There's a lot of people in this world who want you to stick around and to think, you know, what I can put in the effort for that. And you've put in a lot of effort, and you're seeing the success of that. And uh, because of that, you're going to be around for your family, and you're going to be around for your daughter. And uh, there's a lot of life left to live. And I'm sure she's really happy to have her dad, you know, being healthy too, because. Uh, I'm sure she, uh, it's scary to have somebody who is unhealthy, who is diabetic, you know, as a father, because you fear for them and you worry about them. And it's the biggest gift you can give somebody, you know, your kid especially, is the gift of being there. And uh, I'm feeling you got a lot of time left to go. Well, appreciate that. Thank you very much. And, um, we got about a couple minutes left and we're going to let you go. I, I really appreciate you kind of taking the time to, to kind of uh, get the schedule lined up and, and, and awesome to talk to you. And I definitely want to have you back again too. And we'll, we'll figure out another one of those uh, goals, but before we, uh, you know, finish up here, is there anyone you want to plug anything you want to put out there? So uh, or anything where people can follow you or. Okay. So there's, and there's obviously people that you gravitate towards in in the community, and you know people like um, uh, Krista. She she just amazes me. She's, awesome. she's fighting cancer. Yeah, she you know I've, I've got a real soft spot for her. And as far as you know, everything she does for her kids and herself to 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 stay here with us at all. You know, so Jake um, Jake Order, another guy. I'm pretty sure he's one that. Uh, nominated me, Ryan Nichols. You know, I can go on and on. Uh, Jared, uh, sorry, um, sorry, uh, God. Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, Jared Dobbins. You know, he's big, big guy, and you know, I just love his attitude. So there's a lot of people I could plug, but um, you know, all, what I really like and what is, may I say, pissing me off at the moment. I can't do a lot of the instructors um ddpy live stuff because of my schedule and and the time difference you know sometimes it's they're happening when i'm going to bed you know with uh, travis and um not going to bed with travis but going to bed at the same time travis is on and marcel you know so all the all these people uh 
you know, just putting in the effort to to keep us all going. I mean, I've got to really appreciate them, you know. And people that I've travelled this path with for a couple of years, you know, Scott French, he's out there, he's always doing something. And Gary Gardner, yep. their stories, just 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 love these those guys, you know. Bruce Nelson, you know, and it, every time I think of some, there's always going to be names I can I can relate to, but. As a whole, the community has really been excellent for me. You know, it's, it's just been such a buzz to be part of it and continue to be part of it. I, I love That's it. So and, awesome. you know, during these these times of COVID and the, and the coronavirus and all this stuff, there's a lot of people who are really um, surviving off of the community and surviving off of what we have here because it's a lot of people live alone. A lot of people don't have family and friends yeah. and this isolation is really hard for people, especially when so many of us have like addictive personalities. I know food is a problem. And there was a thing on the news recently, the people who are, who were addicts are, are relapsing and it's really inspiring to have so many people in this community looking out for people that they've never even stood in the same room full with, but genuinely truly care about. And I appreciate you in the community. I appreciate everyone you mentioned because those are all just heavy hitters in the DDPY community. They're, they're the people who walk the walk and uh, it's a real uh, special uh, bond that so many people have. And it's so funny to me because I don't do a lot of online friendships or anything like that. So it's bizarre to me to find so many people I love and care about who I've never even stood in the same room with. And that's pretty special. Yeah, uh, I think I said Jared Dobbins. I meant Jason. So apologies, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if he's listening. Oh, Jason. There we go. Yeah. Well, a, yeah. if there's a Jared Dobbins listening, we'll we'll throw him a little love yeah. too. So there you go. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. But no, but we yeah. we appreciate you, man. We appreciate you coming on, and and I'm, I'm glad to have you over here. I know Australia is so beautiful. I have a couple of friends uh, who are from from there who live over here now, and. I'd love to get over there some days uh, once all of this uh, <laughs> craziness dies down in the world. But we appreciate you coming on, and we're looking forward to uh, having an update show with you sometime down the line. And, and, and thank you for all you do and all the people who are uh, sure to be inspired by tonight's episode. It was it was wonderful to have you. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm so honored to, to have been part of it. So, you know, hopefully people enjoyed the story. So thank you for the opportunity. Thanks, Sam. You're the best. And we always uh, finish up the episode with a a quote from the Canadian quote master general herself, uh, Crystal Stewart, who fortunately every Wednesday night finishes off with us with a quote that powers us through the week. And uh, we take that fuel of inspiration with us until the next episode. So the one and only Crystal Stewart, the number one Canadian as voted by <laughs> DDP Radio Magazine monthly. Uh, let's go. Let's, let's, let's wrap this thing up with something inspiring, baby. Sure. This is a good one. A student once asked Bruce Lee, you teach me fighting, but you talk about peace. How do you reconcile the two? Bruce Lee beautifully replied, "It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener than a gardener in a war." That's deep. I'm gonna have to think about that one for a couple minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love. Uh, I love Bruce Lee. 
Well, that's why you're the Canadian quote master because you're bringing the goods, baby. So uh, well, let's wrap this good. up. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Thank Sam, you. so much. Uh, I love Thanks, it. Sam. And uh, we will be back, I think, next week with a brand-new episode of DDP Radio live. And then the next week, I'm off because my bro is – my baby bro's getting married finally. I had to push it back from Yay. July because of all this. So I'll be off for a week, and then we'll be back with some more uh, crazy shows because I guess you've booked us out until 2040, I've heard. Uh, we got all kinds of yeah. good stuff lined up. Give or take. <laughs> Uh, I love it well thank you guys so much you guys have a great week Uh, stay safe uh, stay cool and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon thank you Sam thank you Crystal thank you everyone listening Uh, we're out until next week own your life we'll see you guys soon and until next week we'll see you guys later have a good one kicked it today man that was a great workout man the power bomb set up by Paige diamond cutter I don't believe it diamond cutter out of the power bomb going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a-